today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. We're talking about artificial sweeteners and diet soda and consumption of calories and, oh, the diet information and the food information and the consumption information gets so confusing, doesn't it? You don't know what to do. You don't know what to eat. You don't know how much of it to eat. Everybody, everybody will tell you you're eating the wrong thing. You should be eating this for that. You've got to, you know, you've got to eat for your specific metabolism. You've got to, you know, don't eat that. That's terrible. Don't eat it. And don't eat that at this time of day. It gets really nuts. Anyway, um, the latest information uh, that's coming forward is about consumers, you know, taking a second thought about relying on artificial sweeteners as some sort of panacea for weight loss. And um, it's just, we're just seeing more and more information coming forward that artificial sweeteners are not really a great thing for anybody. Uh, People are increasingly consuming artificial sweeteners such as aspartame and sucralose, as well as the uh, non-nutritive sweetener um, steviocide derived from the stevia plant. I think that's in the green Coca-Cola that's on the shelves. Um, The sweeteners are widespread in food and drinks, including diet soda, yogurt, sauces, uh, dressings, uh, and baked goods. And there's thinking now that uh, artificial sweeteners may actually play a contributing factor in increasing people's obesity or pushing them more toward diabetes than than uh, than we than we've thought. I mean, we've been sitting here thinking, well, zero calories, uh, isn't that a good thing? Uh, but people are consuming oftentimes more calories uh, as a result of thinking, well, you know, I had the diet soda and there's zero calories in that, so I can go and down another Mars bar. <laughs> so there, there's all kinds of um, there's all kinds of thinking in this, and I still feel, and we're going to bring our expert on in a second. I still feel like the tail is wagging the dog when it comes to food consumption in North American society. I still feel like big, big food is controlling us and not the other way around, that we still are not in control of our food intake, um, primarily because of the way food is marketed to us in Canada and the United States. I mean, one thing that I'm happy to see is calorie counts go up on on boards at fast food places and restaurants. I I think I think that that's a start. That's that's probably to my mind's eye the most significant forward development maybe ever in my life. Besides the beside them, you know, uh, labeling food with a nutritional content. And my understanding too is that um, we're not too far away from a complete overhaul of the. Uh, of the Canada Food Guide, uh, too. So uh, without further ado, uh, let's bring on our expert, Shannon Crocker, who's a registered dietitian nutritionist at shannoncrocker.com, and she's a frequent guest on the Dr. Danielle Show as well, Saturday mornings from 10 to 11 here on 900 CHML. Shannon, good to have you back. Hi, Jamie. Thanks for having me on with you. So you've heard a lot of my, you know, rambling there, starting with um, artificial sweeteners, which is really where we... We come in. In Monday's issue of uh, the Canadian Medical Association Journal, researchers, um, uh, you know, make their observational uh, their observations on studies of more than 400,000 people in the general population that they looked at for for about a decade. 
Um, and basically they found that there may be some, uh, you know, there may be some connection between artificial sweeteners and an, and an increase perhaps in diabetes and weight gain. Right. Well, Jamie, they actually looked at two different types of studies. So they looked at um, small studies with a, sh- a, a short follow-up, about six months. Those are randomized control studies, and those are considered like the gold standard in terms of research. Those studies found that um, regular drinking of, of diet pops and intake of non-nutritive sweeteners, like you listed, are not associated with weight loss. So if people are using those products, thinking, you know, I'm going to have a diet pop as a way of losing weight, research does not show that that's actually beneficial and helpful. And in fact, those large observational studies that, that you mentioned, where they followed um, people up to um, over 10 years, they were looking at um, about 30 studies, uh, they found that there may actually be modest long-term increases in, in weight and in body mass index and weight circumference, or waist circumference, as well as um, metabolic syndrome, which is increases in triglycerides or blood cholesterol and blood sugars. So there's two different things there. One, they're not helping with weight loss, and two, they might actually be causing weight gain. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.